Hi everyone. Hi there. This is Holly and Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. The first time in a long while. Yes, we've been listening to a lot of Frozen music, so I want to sing for the first time in forever. But anyway. <laughs> we will spare you that. Um, but hi, guys. It's hi. been a while. So, yeah, if you haven't been paying close attention, we took a little break, and then we I think had one episode in November, mm-hmm. so we're getting back into it. And then, you know what? It's five months later. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our lives. Yeah. We... <laughs> I don't know if you want me to share this story, but we have a tendency to do projects and then not touch them again. What do you mean? Until a long time later. I I cannot think of one other example of this happening. So we installed the storm door. And it's it's there, (laughs) and it works, and I think it's done. I think it's good. I think it was last July. Maybe. Because it was really hot. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have the frame all the way around it. Most of it is there, but not all of it. And Daniel's like, I'll finish it, I'll finish it. No, no, no. Okay, it's not like it doesn't have a frame. It ha- Like, there's something up there. It's just, there's like a, an extra piece. <laughs> okay. Optional piece. That's <laughs> <laughs> not optional. <laughs> that just hasn't been put on there, and it's fine. And here we are. It's March. Nope. No, it's March. <laughs> <laughs> it's April. Actually, I think it's been longer than that, because I remember it being cold when I was putting it up. So I think it was like last um, spring. That I put wow. up the door. I thought I just said that it was hot when you were doing it. I know, and then I just let it go. But I was like, no, nah, I remember my fingers being cold. Really? Yeah. Well, because we had to like the trouble was having the door open. Oh my gosh, it was this so is cold. so boring. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. I know. I'm sorry, but guys, this happens where we say that we're gonna do something and then a long time passes until we actually do it. Okay, so you were saying a lot of wheeze, but that was one example of me not doing. Okay, something. I do it too. Look at my desk. No, this is just an accumulation of years of stuff. Okay, but what? Get, tell me, tell me something else that I do. I I didn't say we. You said we. Oh, I said we. So that's <laughs> that's what we do whenever we're trying to say something. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you want to rec- critique the other, but we. you don't want to say you, you say we, <laughs> even if it doesn't apply. Hey, we really need to work on that. <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. That's I'm how Holly kidding. thinks it works. Oh my gosh. No, no, we. Have been very busy, yes. and we've been doing we've been doing other things. There's been a lot going on, but we've really for a while now. Both Holly and have been like, we need to record new Halfway Saints episodes, and been just like waiting for an opportunity to do it. Yeah, so here we are. Here we are. Um, for a little while, um, we started an Advent, but we started a, a little kids podcast called Gospel Bites. Mm-hmm. And in Advent, we did one every single day. Yeah. And we, the original goal, and this was something we talked about and never did. We we're like, oh, we should record a Halfway Saints where we talk about why we're doing Gospel Bites and then have like the first episode as the second half of that episode. Oh, yeah. We never got around to that. Yep. But you know what? I think we did say, we mentioned like be on the lookout for something else. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah. So anyway. anyway, so we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did it every day in Advent and we realized that that's way too much for us to take on. Yeah. We would like look at the gospel readings for daily oh, for mass right. for every day during advent which is a lot that's seven a week <laughs> we just didn't know what we were getting ourselves into mm-hmm. so then we started to do every sunday but then we weren't doing halfway saints yeah podcasts and we were also it was becoming just a little hard for us so <coughs> yeah. excuse me we um took a little break for that and now we get to talk to you guys again yeah. so i'm really excited um i've missed these times for us to share with you guys and i'm really glad to be back so hopefully this will be one of many mm-hmm. to come and we honestly we've been thinking about you guys and like have been mentioning to each other like oh i wonder how this person's doing or that person's doing and how the listeners are doing so you guys have been on our hearts and in our prayers so please don't think just that because we haven't been recording that we haven't been thinking and praying for you yeah for sure um and yeah i feel like parent life things time just passes so it's, much faster than yeah than I even realized. I know. It's insane. Like, when you said that it's been five months, I was like, mm-hmm. what the heck? It's, I mean, yeah, it's April. Your birthday's in almost a month. I know. I can't believe it. I'm I so know. excited. <laughs> <laughs> but there really has been a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We, um, Daniel got a new job. I did get a new job. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably mentioned it a while ago, because it had been in the works for, mm-hmm. since like June of last year. Yeah. Um, but it finally came through. I've been in it for, oh, when I start in February. So yeah, February wow. 17th. Um, so that's been really good. And it's been 
um, a role where I've been able to work um, kind of more closely with people in the church. It's still at Villanova, but it's with, you know, a department that works a little more closely with um, people who work for the church and who are leadership in the church. So it's been really, really great. I've felt um, a much better fit with that culture. And, you know, we, we go to mass every Monday. Well, we did, we made it like two masses and then they closed the university down, but um, it's just been really, really great. And um, I've been really um, uplifted and kind of, I don't know the right word, but like I feel like I want to make this motion like a grabbing and lifting up. I've been lifted up by yeah, yeah. my my colleagues and in the role itself. It's been really great. Seems like it's been a really encouraging mm-hmm. and supportive atmosphere. Yeah. So it's really it's been really great. Yeah. And it's such an exciting job too. Like you get to do make like real effect mm-hmm. and change for people. So it's really great. Yeah. Um, and I've been chugging through. I don't I don't know. You've just been busy. It's not anything super new, but yeah. All of our kids are huge now. I know. <laughs> so. Did we share with my... Yeah, we did talk about the anthropology yeah. collaboration. Mm-hmm. So that happened. And then um, just a bunch of bunch more work came from that. So mm-hmm. pretty good. Great stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just chugging through with a lot of freelance work and creative stuff and cool big projects that I get to do. And then the boys, yeah, they're growing. and Yeah, Isaac just, just turned 18 months a couple mm-hmm. days ago. And he's bigger than Blaze was at two. Yeah, he's huge. And he's really energetic, like Jack was as a baby. But Jack was like this little skinny baby. <laughs> Isaac is just a bruiser. And he just runs around everywhere, yells at everyone, <laughs> yells at everything, just jumps on you, climbs on you. We call him a maniac. He really is. he really is. You'll be like, I'll be in downstairs in the basement. <coughs> and I'll just hear like thudding footsteps and screaming. <laughs> like, oh, Isaac's, <laughs> Isaac's running around. Yeah, he like really keeps up with them. Yeah, That's amazing. he he has no fear. He's climbing on everything. Total opposite of Blaze. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was nice for us to have Blaze in between because if it was three in the ro- three in a row of maniac toddlers, that would have been a bit much. I thought about that the other day. Like, <laughs> man, what if we had, like, what if eyes or what if Blaze came first and we thought that all children oh, all, were these yeah, calm, just want to gentle, s- sit and read on the couch all day. And then we got shocked <laughs> with Jack man, and but, Isaac, but. They've been a lot of fun. And Jack, Jack is like Isaac's buddy and like protector and like helper. And it's really, really sweet. And Blaze is warming up. Blaze is just, for whatever reason, he's just like way too intense with Isaac. And he like will ignore Isaac for half the day and then like really want to play with him. Isaac's just like, whoa, stop. Yeah. Get out of my face. Yeah, Blaze gets like in his face, um, shakes him a little bit. Yeah. So he doesn't like that very much. Yeah. <laughs> but they are, they are starting to, all three of them starting to play well together, which is really, really nice mm-hmm. and really, really sweet. So yeah, the family's doing great. Um, we're all on like a steady path right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really nice spot to be in. Yeah, I mean, the obvious exception or the obvious kind of wrenching the gears though is the the coronavirus outbreak and the self isolation. Um, I've been working at home for has it been three weeks? Three this will weeks. be my fourth week coming up. Um, Holly always works at home, um, but also the boys' school closed shortly before Villanova closed. So we've all been at home working and going to school and just <laughs> staying at home together for going on four weeks now. It's been very interesting, mm-hmm. but also really nice. I mean, I I don't want to say it is nice for it just to be our family unit mm-hmm. and for us to really, really focus on that family unit. Yeah. Time. But um, I've been surprised at how the boys have really taken to school. Yeah, I was going to say, the kids have been like, okay, what's good? I guess they're young enough for it to be like, this isn't that weird. Like, they've only, you know, Jack only has five and a half years of life to go on. (laughs) And the rest have less. But, um, yeah, they've been troopers. They've been kind of like, okay, all right. Sure. Sure. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, But their teachers have been incredible, super supportive, um, been supplying, like, so much so many resources for us to use and um, I feel like they haven't even skipped a beat in their education and I haven't had to do that much (laughs) (laughs) which is I mean also it's kindergarten and pre-k so it's not you know heavy hitters here but um, it is I still have to be really really present so it's hard for me to balance my work a lot more but um, they have been really excelling they've been doing really really well Mm -hmm. So they have a lot of questions about what's going on, but yeah. I think I think 
think they pretty much get it, but they just are like, wait, so that, does that mean this? Or why can't I do this? Why can't we go to this place? Mm. Or um, why are all the other kids playing with each other in each uh, other's yards? <laughs> it causes me real anxiety, but some, we see a lot of people do it, not mm-hmm. listening to the social distancing rules. And I don't know. I just, They make rules and you should follow them. I am a rule follower. And especially if lives are at stake, I mean, we got to listen to what they tell us to do. And so I just play by safe, better safe than sorry. So that's what we're, that's where we're at. But um, yeah, the boys don't, they're very much like this rule applies to everybody. So if they're not doing it, then I don't understand Mm -hmm. why why I have to do it. So it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get, and we are kind of what we want to do is talk about how the current situation has affected us and kind of what our experience has been and what's been really challenging to us and what have been some real graces during this time. Um, but before we get into that, I really w- wanted to just stop and say we we realize and we understand that we are um, extraordinarily fortunate to be in the situation that we are, where both Holly and I can continue working. Um, I'm able to work from home with no real hiccups. Holly's able to continue to do her work, um, and that we're able to help the boys with their schooling and their remote learning, um, and that we've been able to really achieve some relative normalcy during this time. And we know that's not the case for many, many people. Um, there are those who are affected very acutely by the illness, who have people who have suffered from it, um, those who are unable to go to work or have reduced hours, um, those who just because of their family situation, it's, you know, it's a real challenge for them to be able to work and to help their children if they have children. So um, we really do understand that. And we've, um, you know, been realizing how fortunate we are um, and been doing what we can to try to help those who are in situations different than ours, but most importantly, just continuing to pray for them and to (coughs) lift them up and um, just ask that the Lord watch over and protect them and kind of laying strength to those who will help them. So um, while we're talking about this and we might joke around and be kind of lighthearted, please don't take that to mean that we think that we don't understand the gravity of the situation for a lot of people. I'm really glad you said that. That's good. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of the challenges that I face, like, just when you were just talking, like a big thing for me is that that I feel so powerless because mm. there are there's such a huge suffering going on, but literally the only thing that I can do is stay home. Like the best thing that I could do for them is to stay home. <laughs> and it's like, but but I want to go. I want to provide things for them. I want to like do things to help them. Give like go be with the people who are feeling very very lonely, you know. And I can't do that, and it, it's really hard. Yeah, I think it really is like there's a feeling of helplessness for a lot of things. And us with, you know, fortunately all of our family back home in North Carolina are doing fine. Everyone seems to be healthy. Um, and there's not at this point any, you know, big financial strain. Everyone, everyone's doing okay down there, but it's also like, yeah, if something does go South or does start to go poorly, we can't really do anything. You know, we're not really able to travel down there. There's not much we could do. So, um, even on that sort of, not hypothetical, but like looking forward, looking level. It's like, yeah, I don't know what we would do. We really couldn't do much. Yeah. Um, it's not a good feeling. But it just overall, like, we feel like, you know, what could we do to help, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's really hard. Um, something that I've been dealing with <clears throat> because of that, like, this, like, uh, antsy feeling, like I need to do something. I feel like a lot of people are feeling that. And especially in, like, the creative community, there's a lot of... Can I just point out, I don't feel the need to do anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to uh, just kind of continue uh, going on. I'm not going to add any new projects to the to the queue. That is not me. I don't know what it is within me, but I'm like, I got to do something with this. There's something big happening. I got to do something about it. And there's a lot of talk going on about like this this is the time for like all this digital media to come out, like great videos. I'm so glad that um, so much is available. Like zoos are making tours virtual. By the way, what? Sorry, there's zoos. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, lunch doodles with Mo Willems was mm, a those are, total yeah, gift. Those are really great. Amazing. Um, but that there's like, everybody's jumping at this like finally we can let this media be everything and it can showcase everything and it can put everything in the limelight 
this is our time. And I've been like trying to join in on that. Like, okay, art, like we really need to make art during this time because people need beauty. Beauty will save the world. Like this is it. That's a bit like everyone's going to be consuming visual things. So we need to supply them with visual art. But then I've been wrestling with the fact that like, but it's virtual. But like, that's not, it's a, you can use it as a um, path or an avenue toward the good, but it's not good in itself. Like it is impersonal. It's like kind of by definition, a substitute for actually being there in person. Yeah. Like no one's going to be like, oh yeah, I'm never going to the zoo again. I'm just going to watch a video tour of the zoo. Right. Like. I don't know. And maybe it, it is good for like so much Catholic resource, so many Catholic Catholic resources to be out and available because then hopefully, you know, in the after of this, people will go towards those resources and see them in real life. But I just struggle with this like, this is what we were made that we're built for like this moment right here. Yeah. And I think that sentiment is from those who are sort of in the digital space. They're kind of like our time is now. Yeah. (laughs) But I do think you're seeing at this point, not a backlash, but kind of a a petering out of this. Oh, let's do everything virtually. (coughs) It's going to be just the, you know, it's going to be great. We'll do it all virtually. It's fine. Like I know at work, we've been doing a lot of webinars and like last week, my boss was kind of like, I mean, do we really need to keep doing these? Like, everyone is doing one of these. These are everywhere. Is this really helping people at this point? Or are we just kind of, like, checking the box? Yeah. Um, And I think we kind of look at what we're planning and will this really help and who our audience is. But I think, you know, I think you are seeing at this point people are kind of like, okay, well, that was, okay. Like, if this is a long-term thing, this is going to get old and this is not a real replacement for those kinds of things. Right. And I think, like, at the beginning I was, you know, thinking, like, I need to make live felting videos and people could felt with me and I can have like felting kits and then I can spread the word about felting and how amazing it is and how easy it is and everyone can start felting. And I was like, <laughs> but that's not what this time is for. And I just was really reflecting on like what, yeah, what you said that like, um, we get a little tired of it. We also get so inundated with so much media. Like I cannot keep up with the amount of live broadcast of, mm-hmm. um, live workshops, live tutorials, live cooking. Like, like I, I, I literally can't consume enough things because it's all really, really good. I just can't do enough of it. And now I want to just say, like, no screens. Let's just hang out. And so that's where I've really landed. Like, I need to be really present in my – like, I am in this house. And I need to be present to the people who are inside of it or else I'm going to – be grasping at the outside for this entire time. I'm going to be really wrestling and more dissatisfied than if I were just to hone in and look at who's in front of me. And I think that, I think that's where like the family is made for a time like this. And that's where I want to really focus and hope that, that this time could actually make like huge leaps in the growth, like the respect for family life. Um, and I will say, I think this might just be, have a little bit to do with our individual dispositions, yeah. but so you know what I'm going to say. Oh, I thought you were saying like, well, I just said no. this because of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> go forward. <laughs> Thank you for your permission. I shall go forward. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go forward is a weird thing to say. <laughs> go on. That's what I mean to say. <laughs> forward. <laughs> um, but I... I haven't been like taking in a lot of the like live streaming thing and like other than what I have to do for work. I've not been really like tuned into like, oh, everything is now available digitally. Um, And I think I've felt much less anxiety than you have um, during this time. And I think it might be part of that because it's also there's sort of that fear of missing out as well. Totally. It's like, oh, I didn't even know I wanted to go to this zoo in, you know, Munich, but like now I can't go there because I'm isolated. So I think it's one of those things where it kind of, it is like everything, media is sort of neutral, but we can, it can be bad for us in certain ways, in certain circumstances and in certain doses, it can create anxiety in us. Um, And I think, like you said, at a time when everything is, so much is there, if you are one to like want to take it all in, it's too much. And it's really hard to kind of temper that. Um, So there's like, it kind of adds on the anxiety, like, 
there's this scary thing going on in the world and also I need to be taking in all of this I need to be doing all of this and I can't because there's not enough time yeah and that just kind of builds upon itself and makes it really 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 stressful I mean that fear of missing out is exactly what I was mm-hmm. feeling because so many creators and like the Vatican like all these museums all these Europe Europe you <laughs> European museums. European museums were like open to for virtual tours. I mean, they're probably still open, but I mean, there's amazing stuff out there, but Mm -hmm. there's just not enough time for me to consume it. And I was like, but, but I need to do it. But it's so good. I just, it's I could really benefit from this, but I just don't have the time. Um, but it's it's kind of funny you saying that because I've been really um grateful for having you at home with the kids and how well you've done with their school. And so kind of how we planned it out. Um, Holly kind of does the boys school from like eight thirty to noon is about, cause they both, even when they're at school, it's only half day. Um, so Holly's been kind of doing that. I'm banished to the basement. I can come up for coffee, but Holly has to get it ready for me. And then I run up the stairs and I run back down. Because uh, if, <laughs> if he doesn't like leave the room immediately, Isaac sees him and is, like, inconsolable for, like, ten minutes. Because there was one day, I forget why, but you, maybe when you were, it's been a couple of days where, like, I've had the kids for the day and Holly's had to do something. <laughs> you did the, the artist in residency thing at the elementary school. Yeah. A while ago. A while ago, Before yeah. the pandemic. Um, <laughs> yes, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> Holly's does. been running out to schools doing, no. I don't know. No. Okay. Um, so I had Isaac with me for the day and he just, like, switched teams. He's like, no, I'm dad, only dad. Seriously, and like, though. Since then, it's like every time Holly like will take him to go up for a nap, if I'm holding him, he clings to me like a little monkey yeah. and like screams when Holly tries to take him away. I have to pry him off of Daniel. And then tonight, I put him to bed because Holly brought him into the bathroom. I was giving the other boys a bath, and I like gave him a hug, say goodnight, and he wouldn't let go of me, so I had to put him to bed. So but I, then he makes more noise when you put him to sleep. Okay. I don't, I don't know. That's why I always I don't try know. to do it, but whatever. Um, but it, um, so yeah, he can't see me or he doesn't want to be up there anymore. He wants to be down here with yeah. me, which I can't blame him. <laughs> um, but my original point was that I'm just really grateful <laughs> for you because you've, you've really taken on that role really well. And you're also super creative and you can just kind of sketch out a coloring page for the kids and print it out and they love it and they think it's amazing and you can put their favorite bugs and animals in it and they're like, this is the best. Um, but just being able to do that with them, and I I would not have the ability to do those things that you do. And kind of the, the I, just like little things like writing the date on the chalkboard where they could read it legibly. Like, <laughs> it just wouldn't work for me. Um, so I, through, through this, I've really, not that I didn't appreciate before, but like in this time, I really appreciate your creativity and your willingness to kind of take things on. Cause you were like gung ho. You're like, this is, this is how we're doing it. Like yeah. we're going to do school and this is what we're going to do. We're going to go outside. I probably would have taken them out like twice the whole three weeks, but you were like, no, we need to have recess outside every day. Um, you got Isaac in the backpack. You're just out there doing it. So by the way, that's what we call the, um, oh. <laughs> the, ergo, <laughs> the ergo baby. Yeah. Because Holly wears it on her back, so I have to click, click a backpack. We call it a baby backpack. <laughs> yeah, we don't just throw them in a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> oh, but it's guys... easy. You zip your kid up in a backpack, it's fine. <laughs> Check on him in an hour. Um, But, guys, my back is hurting so much. Because <laughs> you have a one-and-a-half-year-old kid Gosh, on your back. He's like 30 Who's pounds. also, yeah, he weighs 10 pounds, lays... Um, <laughs> there's a lot of rhymes in there. He weighs like 10 pounds less than Blaze does. Yeah. Blaze is four. Isaac's is one and a half. So I know it's crazy, but yeah, I'm wearing him on my back a lot because sometimes he just wants to get into everything when, during school. So I have to put him in the backpack mm-hmm. during school and during recess. And yeah, man, it's a lot. Cause he's also, he's fast. He's he moves fast. And he grabs things and he, I don't know how, I guess he is tall cause he's yeah. taller than Blaze was it too, but he can reach, like, every surface of our house. I'm, like, pretty sure Jack and Blaze couldn't do that until they were three. No way. But it would be, like, center of the dinner table. And we're like, how did he get it? I know. We, we joke that he has go-go gadget arms, like Inspector Gadget <laughs> arms that extend. But he can't even see. I saw him this morning. He can, like, he leans back and, like, can barely see what's up there. And then he just, like, strikes like a little animal. He also has always, like, mm-hmm. he'll, he sees what he wants. 
waits for the perfect time. Grabs it. <laughs> he does. He's done that. Remember when he did the ice cream? Yeah, when he was, I forget how old he was. He was like five months old. Yeah, we, I had a, we were down in North Carolina visiting our family, and we had ice cream in it, and I had an ice cream cone, and he I was in my arm for the whole time, wasn't interested in it, and then like I you know, accidentally got it closer and closer to him. And looked away. And looked away. And that's when he leaned in and took a bite. He knew he was after. And he, oh. he waited. And he'll like, if I'm if he comes up to me when I'm working and I have my laptop, he'll sit in my lap for a good two minutes. And then like, he'll lull me into a false sense of security and then just start touching all the buttons. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's a handful. I know. But, um, um, but you've, you've done a wonderful job. Well, thank you for him, saying that. Boys. Um, the boys were like super excited about school when yeah. I was like, okay guys, so what does your school day look like? They're like, well, first we have morning circle time and then we do this and then we have recess and then we have snack and then we have like, they told me their day perfectly. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to schedule anything. I just did exactly what they told me to do. And so we stuck to it. Um, and that's been, um, something else that was, that took a while for us to get into a rhythm with is kind of like when I need to work and when the boys need to have school. Cause you know, I had been in my job for like three weeks and then like <laughs> they sent us all home because the university closed. So it's like I kind of knew what's expected of me, but still it's a new job. So like I didn't really, you know, my old job, I'd be like, whatever, I'll check my email at noon. <laughs> like nothing's <laughs> going to happen before then. Um, but this is a new role with different responsibilities. And I'm like, I need to be avail Like I need to be at my desk with my computer from nine to noon. You know, I may not be able to step out for even 10, 15 minutes. And so it, there was a little bit of uh, friction, we'll call it, between Holly and I, <laughs> sure. of just like being able to figure that out. And her, you know, want, I would just pop up and watch them for ten minutes while I do something, and me not being able to, and then also me um, uh, being too helpful or being helpful at unwanted times. I'm okay. joking. I'm joking okay. here. Yeah, yeah. Also <laughs> just helpful like, from a distance. <laughs> just like texting her, the like, worst. Oh, I don't know if you should have told him that. Um, but no, and me kind of like popping up and yeah, that was why I got banished to the basement. So like when I'm not, so let me say you were correct in those. I'm not saying you weren't correct. Oh, I'm not going to, okay. not going to go. You're no, 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 Holly, you're right. You were <laughs> <Stop>. right. <laughs> I'm not like that. I swear. Um, uh, what was I going to say though? Oh, uh, that at the beginning of like when Villanova closed, <coughs> sorry, I was like, oh, this is great. This has always been my dream. <laughs> we're all going to work from home together. It's going to be this like full powwow. Like we're all at home. And then it was like pretty much the first week was like almost the exact same as mm-hmm. Daniel going off to work because we said like, no, you're going to go to the, like, it's going to be a nine to five. You're in the basement. You can come up for lunch. <laughs> kind of thing. Okay. And I get an hour of exercise at, at noon. Um, but it it was just not sustainable because not I, what I realized was that like it's hard to think. Okay, well, this is pretty much this is just a little bit out of the ordinary. Like this mm-hmm. should just be like summertime for me. Like Daniel goes to work during the summertime, and I can handle all three boys at home. But what I didn't realize was that I was also taking on this like burden of schooling. And organizing all of the, like, resources from school, plus this, like, mental load of the pandemic. And I didn't realize, like, how heavy that was on me until there was, like, a day. There was one day where I kind of had, like, a, hey, I need a break. Mm -hmm. This is, I'm at my breaking point kind of thing. And that's when we got to rethink our situation. We We found little spaces here and there where Daniel can come up. And it feels like a more flexible day where I do get little breathers so mm-hmm. I can regroup. So yeah. it's been a great com- communication building but exercise. I think we've also been like really appreciative that we are able to communicate and that we can yeah. do it so, um, so easily. Yeah. And that like, I don't know. I, ca- I kind of assume all married couples are like that, but <laughs> the more married couples I talk to, it doesn't seem that way. <laughs> well, I think it really helps that we are like that. We've known each other since I was 13, 14, 14. 14. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one can figure that out. I'll try. <laughs> but I mean, we have been talking to each other for a long time. No, but we do. I think make a point, to, like at least twice a year. We like usually starts with an argument, mm-hmm. and then we figure out like, okay, we need to be communicating better. How can we do that? Can you think about which one it was for us now? What? Like, can you think about which one it was? Oh, for us it was right something now? stupid. What? Valentine's Day. 
2020. Oh, yeah. The Bucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go into it on No. There. But we do have arguments about once a year where it's like we're arguing really hard about something that doesn't make any sense and it's like oh well we need to rehash out the way that we're communicating to each other yeah and we end up getting to the the point being like okay the reason that this little thing is causing such a huge blow up is because we've not been communicating around this and it's kind of come to a head here yes yeah, I've forgotten about that. Now I'm, oh my now gosh. I'm mad about it I again. I can't believe you forgot about it because we have a daily reminder of it. Not daily, but weekly. Every time a package comes. Oh, yeah. oh you uh, guys have so many questions. And no, we're not going to answer them. Okay. Um, but I I have been, you know, just super appreciative of having, being in the situation with you. Oh, thanks, sweetie. I'm really, I'm really happy that you're here. But just, yeah. And then... Being being at home with our family, um, it's been challenging, but it's been really great just to have this time together and to really focus in on us and being kind of self-sustaining, you know, not just like, okay, we'll run to the zoo for the afternoon, yeah. but like really having to like, okay, we need to be with our kids and present for the whole, the whole day. There's been something that I've been dealing with lately. It's like this, like, what is it? It's not necessarily like a fight or flight thing, but when I'm with the kids, I get this like kind of fear that I'm going to be a bad mom or that I'm going to make a mistake. So then I think about myself like, well, if I were just downstairs doing my work, I know that I'm really good at doing my work. I know that I can do um, my project. I know that I can get it done and I know that it's going to look a certain way and I have control over that. And so I've been dealing with this like escapism mentality whenever I'm with the kids that I just wish that I could go do something that I know I'm going to be good at versus this challenge that's in front of me. And now with being in front of them and having a dedicated time, 830 to noon, you guys are my job and I'm teaching you and like we're here together Um, and I'm not dedicating any work time to that space has made me like really be fully mentally and spiritually present to them in a really beautiful way that I've like not been for a while. And I think that they're responding to it really well because they're finally like, they're probably feeling like they're being fully seen by me, but also I'm able to fully see them mm-hmm. and I get to really appreciate who they are, how diff- wildly different they are. Um, but really like encourage them and also see in myself that, yeah, I'm, okay to say i'm doing a good job <laughs> you are i will say it for you you're doing thank you a fantastic sweetie. job but i feel that that encouragement like that real affirmation and i really like the lord is just speaking that affirmation into me during this time that like you can do this 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 is a good thing that you're doing and that you are gifted i've given you gifts in this and so let them really flourish and so taking that um like fear out and letting just god's love come in has really been like this this huge gift during this time for myself, but really for the for the boys. Mm-hmm. So it's been really nice. So I'm yeah. really thankful for that because if it weren't for this time right now, I probably would still be dealing with that. Like I wish I were just doing work right now. Yeah. Feel mm-hmm. so though I do love my work. So it's this funky balance. I know, and but... it's it's tough, and I think that's the the one thing that really kind of. Um, to use a phrase that you really enjoyed to f- that fell by the waste side. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is it? It's no, wayside. it's wayside, not wayside. <laughs> I don't know phrases, guys. I just As, don't get them. But let's, let us, what is it? Let us move forward. No, what was it? Go forward. Go forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that like your time to work? Because you've kind of been doing school in the morning mm-hmm. and you've not, usually in the morning you might have a little bit of time to work. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. You're, you're doing, you're doing just fine. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. Um, but the other big thing is not being able to go to mass. Yeah. Um, and when it first started, it was kind of, I don't know. I was kind of like, okay, well, it's what they have to do. You know, we'll get back to it. It's, it'll not be fun, but we'll get through it. But like at this point, I'm like, I really want to go to mass. I know. You know, like I really want to, you know, go to confession, which we still could, but timing it out has been difficult because mm-hmm. um, not all the parishes are offering it. Um, also, we didn't mention this earlier, but I found a spiritual director, so I'd been oh, meeting yeah. with him for a few months, and then we're not able to meet or, you know, go to confession during that, so, um, 
I feel like I had a lot of good momentum, and then this kind of threw everything off. Mm -hmm. um, but not being able to mass has been really tough. And we, for the for Philadelphia for the archdiocese, they, um, they, what do they call it? Lifted the they suspended the obligation to attend Sunday mass in like middle of some week. I forget what week it was. <laughs> the days are coming together. <laughs> so we and we went to mass that Sunday. We went to like a seven thirty where there wasn't very many people there. Um, we went to Mass then, and then that during the week, that following week, they suspended all the public Masses. So, um, has it been three weeks since we've been able to go to Mass? Mm -hmm. um, so that's been really tough, and the kids have been, they've been okay. We've been, um, you know, kind of talking about it. Blaze, <laughs> when Blaze realized that we couldn't go to Mass and then have the egg hunt after Mass on Easter, he oh, was like, no. wait a second. <laughs> not okay with this. Oh, he, when he put it together finally he was not happy i know poor guy um but it, it has been it has been really tough i don't know yeah if, oh uh, i imagine it's similar for you yeah you you snuck into adoration one time i did i told dana <laughs> i was going on a walk and then i walked to the parish <laughs> but um they had the doors the doors weren't propped open which i wish they were but i mm. didn't sit in a in a pew i sat i knelt down on the ground um, but it just was really nice to yeah. be in the presence of Jesus physically there. Um, I mean that, that it was like 10 minutes that I spent in there because I did tell you I was just going on a walk. <laughs> um, but it was a huge gift because I also kind of didn't know I was going to do it until I, yeah, you could have, I would have let you, <laughs> you no, like, I know, but it was you a, better go on a walk. I think it was a school day. So like it was, a, or it was a weekday at least. Yeah. Um, so I, whatever, I just, yeah. I wanted to get back to my walk and wanted to get home. And I think I was hungry for lunch. Anyway. <laughs> There's a lot going on that day, obviously. <laughs> but that time was such a huge gift and it made me hungry. And I think that's what, it made me hungrier for the Eucharist. And I think mm -hmm. a big thing that's going to come out of this time, I hope and pray that we will be so hungry for the Eucharist mm -hmm. because it really is. And I wrote, so guys, I wrote a blog post about it. <laughs> Does anybody read our blog post? I don't know. But I talked about a couple of the things that we're touching on here. But I really do hope that um, this lack of physical interaction can help us see the beauty of what we have in our Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. Like our Catholic faith is so physical. It's such a corporal faith. I used to use the word carnal. <laughs> I realize that has different connotations. As we're such a corporal faith, and we are corporeal. Corporeal. Corporal is a. I think military. it's a rank. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, back, back to what I was saying. Um, let, us, let us move forward. Let us go, go forward. forward. Um, but that the physicality of our faith is so integral to who we are. And who Jesus is. He was incarnate. He had a human body. And so um, missing that and being away from that, it is really heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And it is very, that's maybe the most isolating thing for me um, because it is, I mean, distance from him. Yeah. Um, and what we've been doing on Sundays with, with our family is just going through the the mass readings kind of doing not like a full sort of liturgy of the word, but just kind of doing the, the collects and antiphons when we can find them <laughs> um, and doing, you know, some songs, but going through the readings and then um, like sitting down with our kids and talking about it. Like, Oh, what did you find interesting about that? What did you think of that? Like, Oh, why would they talk about that? And kind of explaining it to them, which has really been a really fruitful experience. And I've yeah, been very surprised sure. with how um, kind of, on board they were jack yeah. is on board he wants to be the helper he wants to oh hold the, like he is he is in it today he dressed all of the chairs so he like has it that the each of the chairs for the sons our children <laughs> we call them the sons <laughs> we don't <laughs> have to have blankets on the seats and that shows that they're the helpers so he put all the blankets on the seats and he was like so ready that isaac was going to be a helper today mm -hmm. I was like, no, Isaac is just going to walk around. It's okay. Although today Isaac had his oh, little yeah. teeny Bible and he wanted to hold it too. It was really, really sweet. And he like, so he doesn't talk a lot, but he understands so much. Yeah. Like if we say, Isaac, go get the blue ball. It's behind the that chair. He'll be like, okay, he'll do it. Yeah. He can't say blue ball or chair, but he understands can't say any it. of those words. <laughs> he can say ball. 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 <laughs> yeah, he says that very well. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, they've been... 
they've been kind of excited about it. And Blaze has been in, pretty engaged, as engaged as he is when we go to mass. Maybe um, more engaged. But I think so, yeah. yeah. I think he listens a little bit more to the readings. Um, but it's been, um, I think it really, it has been a good opportunity to sit down and read scripture with our children and talk them through it, um, which we didn't always take the time to do before. Um, you know, like we would kind of talk about what the homily was at mass or maybe read the readings before or listen to them. Um, but hadn't really dedicated that time to it. And mm-hmm. so it's been, it's been different and it's certainly not been the same as attending mass, but it's, it's been really, um, I don't know. I've, I've enjoyed it. I really want to go to mass. Um, and I think, but sure. I, yeah, I think you were saying, you know, Hey, when we are able to go back to mass, let's not stop doing this. Like maybe Saturday night or Sunday morning before we go, we look through the readings and read yeah. them so they can ha- have an idea and have questions for what's going on because they they have been coming up with a lot of questions and a lot Mm -hmm. of real like deep questions yeah um so it's been really nice to go through that so so in depth with them and it just teaches us that these they want to talk about it Mm -hmm. and all we have to do is just listen and answer to the best of our ability Mm -hmm. i have been super impressed with your answers especially today (laughs) i mean everything that you said today i was like yes i can't believe like some things we were adding together, like uh, before I could get there. I mean, <laughs> you did you did a super job, and especially to talk at, at their level, you, that's one thing I've been like super impressed yeah. with. And thank yeah. you. And I'm really happy that you were here to do it because I just really fumble on my words when I talk about like theological concepts. Yeah. But you do a great job of of making it really um, accessible for them. Oh. So that's been well, thank really you. nice. <laughs> Um, the boy, when we told the boys we were going to do this because we can't, you know, go to mass because they don't want people spreading the illness, which Jack, I don't know why Jack has just started calling it the Corona. He's like, cause of the Corona. <laughs> he, I had to lay down on that day of breaking point that I talked about earlier. And he came up and was like, do you think you have the Corona? <laughs> I was like, no, Jackie, I don't think I do. Uh, <laughs> Mommy needs some rest. <laughs> <laughs> go back downstairs. Um, but the we were explaining it to him and i forget it was jack or blaze was like oh so like 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 a non-catholic church this is what they were doing oh, yeah, he was like oh so we're gonna be like non-catholics because <laughs> jack is like finally getting old enough to understand that like oh, okay we don't make the sign of the cross when we pass these other churches like something's different so we've tried to explain to them you know we go to the churches where jesus is physically mm-hmm. those are the churches we go to and you know, there are other churches, we go to these ones. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, kind of not just saying this is the ones that we go to. We try to make it like, we go to the one where Jesus is and not try to speak negatively yeah. about the other one. But he's like, so what do they have? Like, <laughs> okay, well, they, they don't they don't have Jesus present in their church. And he's like, well, why don't they have Jesus present in their church? <laughs> and we're like, I, a lot of kids, you could just, you know, answer only the question that they have. Yeah. And then you can just leave it there. Not with Jack. Mm-hmm. We have to go into full depth, like full theological <laughs> situations um, for the differences in denominations sometimes. But um, it is nice that he's like, oh, yeah, well, I want to go to the one that has Jesus inside. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. So Yeah, I blew Jack's mind when I told them that Holly, um, oh, yeah. Holly wasn't always Catholic. Yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, it was like before she... Before we got married, she didn't come to mass with me. Then she started going to mass with me when when we met each other, and she decided she wanted to only go to masses. He's like, know. oh, okay. He hasn't asked me about it. No. Which I think that he, w- I thought that he would. Yeah, he might later. He'll wait like six months and ask you randomly when I you're know. like eating breakfast. Yes, he will. Yes. <laughs> That's him. Um, but I, I think that's hopefully for our family one of the the biggest things to come out of this is to. Not that we would only, you know, go to mass and then not talk about our faith at all throughout the week, but because we haven't had mass, we've been, like I said, reading scripture. We've been having the kids do like activities. They painted, we they colored in their palm. Holly mm-hmm. printed out like Palm Sunday coloring sheets. So they printed those up and put them in the window. Um, we've been celebrating all of our solemnities with like real celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think incorporating those things into our life, you know, our regular life quote-unquote regular life i think um would be a real benefit to come out of this and we can use this and you know as everyone should like this should be and i've heard a lot of priests and different people say like this is actually a really great opportunity to show people that you can 
you know, mass is where it starts and then it goes out from there. Mm -hmm. And we can and should be doing more beyond mass. You know, like the the Eucharist is the source and summit Mm -hmm. of Christian life. So the, you know, it's the source. So that means it's like we're coming out to it and we always come back to it. Mm -hmm. But it's like a going out and coming in like it should expand and then, you know, be kind of rejuvenated and recentered by coming back to the Eucharist. I love how um, there's been a lot of talk about how, like, this is really going to rejuvenate the domestic church and really, mm-hmm. like, enliven the domestic church. And that is what we're trying. We're trying to gear them up for, like, like I said before, like, this is this is not a good in itself, but we want this, this to end in an, like, ultimate better good than what we started with. That didn't make a lot of sense. But <laughs> to lead them into a even fuller appreciation of the Mass by not being there. And so with our little prayer time as we call Mm -hmm. it um we're trying to show that like just open up the especially the word i feel like physically opening up the bible with them and i make a point like we don't read the readings off of our phone i want to read it out of a bible um and that's been like a huge thing for them like daniel said our isaac Mm -hmm. a year and a half years (laughs) old was like here's my bible put a bookmark in it (laughs) yeah like you have a bookmark i want a bookmark he sees that this bible is really important and so Mm -hmm. um i I think that that's a, that's a huge gift to us and to them and that we want to really keep going. And I think, I think this moment, it's kind of, it's a very, um, uh, it's probably not the right term, because it's a very Catholic moment. Like this is a global thing. This is something that affects mm. the entire world. And like for Catholics, I feel like we're kind of like, yeah, like there are things that infect, or infect, excuse me, <laughs> there can be things that infect the entire world. There are things that, affect the Mm -hmm. entire world and we are all you know we like to think we're in different places of the world we're all separate but like we're really all in the same boat and kind of this global event helps us to see that we're all connected like we're you know pope francis is self-isolating too and Mm -hmm. he's you know um giving addresses in saint peter's square with two people there you know like this is affecting everyone i think it's been a real it or it can be a real opportunity to unite us to see that like we are all you know kind of one people you know we are all children of god we're all created by god and we are kind of all sustained and nourished by him that you know there really hasn't been any area there's probably some that are less affected but it's really been everyone everywhere mm-hmm. and i think that's just a really cool reminder that people are um you know that people all over the world aren't able to go to mass and that also some people like if they live in a really isolated area this is just april like oh yeah we get to go to mass maybe once a year yeah. maybe once every few months when a priest comes by um but kind of like what you're saying the idea of the domestic church and building that up and um i forget why we were talking about not being able to go to mass and then said like oh unless like you have a priest in your family and then he could probably celebrate for you and then jack was like all on board like oh, okay i can become a priest and i could celebrate. and we're like <laughs> oh maybe who knows you got a lot of time but like just that idea of um both something global and very close, like something mm-hmm. far away and very close that unites us all. Just a really, I don't know, really cool perspective on it. And I hope that people come out of this experience with that and a little bit more of that. I've heard it that um, COVID-19 has been talked about as like the, a great equal, equalizer. Like yeah. it, literally anybody can catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that if anything, like, I mean, it's so interesting that this is happening during Lent mm. and that in Lent we were, we remember that like from dust, you became, you were, what? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll get there. <laughs> from from, dust. from dust you came to dust you shall return. Thank or you. There, thereabouts. Thank you so much. Um, that we and especially that we will die. Like that we mm. are mortal beings. That we have a body that can or that is relatively fragile. Yeah. Um. So I think this reminder of our death and that we need a savior and that we are, you know, um, imperfect people. I think is a is a very 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 Lenten um, experience, and I think it's a reminder. And this is something we say to the kids all the time that like bringing God into the situation brings good out of it, no matter what. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing that God can't make good. Mm-hmm. Um, not that He prevents us from any suffering or any you know anything that's um, can cause us stress or sorrow, but He does. There's always if God is there in the situation, good can come from it. And I think that's a really good perspective to have kind of like what we've been talking about. These things have been really challenging, but as we kind of talk through the challenges there, there are graces there as well. 
Yeah. And there's good that can be brought out of it. It's, you know, when you bring God into that situation. And it also really helps to have a understanding of good that's like very God centered. Like it's not our good is to be with him in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so that doesn't mean like our good is to be have like a cushy life here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's something that you've shown me a lot over the past years. <laughs> it's been tough, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's you not doesn't what have I to meant. be comfortable. You don't have to like your life. <laughs> that's not. That's not what I mean. But there are sometimes where I'm like, well, I just don't understand why I can't have this or I can't have that or why this had to happen or anything. And he's like, you say, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, whoever it is. <laughs> um, I mean, does it does it affect like your standing in the kingdom? Like, does does this lead that per like if it's a death then that person can meet jesus you know like you give me a very um kingdom-centered mindset which i really appreciate thanks yeah well thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so guys we <laughs> talked for a long time i know i thought it was gonna be a short one yeah but luckily something else we've done sorry last thing we've been uh, one of our efficiencies that we've done to help us have more time is um Right after we put the boys to bed, we clean up the house. And then, like, you're done by 8 or 8.30, and you can do whatever you want. Usually we wait to the end of the night, so we, like, don't get up there until, like, 9.30 or 10. And then we have to clean. I know. Sorry. But, yeah. It's so it's bad. fine. It's fine that we went a little long because everything's clean already. <laughs> <laughs> we can just go right to bed. But, guys, it's been a game changer. It really has. And it's taken us so long to figure it out. I don't know why. Uh, anywho, I'm sorry. But. Um, maybe during this isolation, we're going to have more podcasts. I think so. I've got a lot of ideas. <laughs> I know. And I'm really excited yeah. about them. So, um, we're back mm-hmm. and we are, I'm feeling very energized. I by am this. too. So thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot us an email. What's our email? <laughs> <laughs> What's an email? No, e- email us if you have questions, thoughts, prayer requests, anything. Um, our email is halfway saints podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at halfway underscore saints like us on Facebook. Um, but really please know that we are praying for you, all of the listeners and all of those who, um, are struggling during this time. Please know that you're in our prayers and that we, um, just, um, pray that you can, whether it's through this, you know, these challenges that we're facing or greater challenges that you can really lean into the Lord and to feel his love and his comfort and to um, just keep your eyes fixed on Christ and to know that he is our goal. He is our, where we're working towards. So please, please, please know that we are, we are praying for you. Jesus is with us. Jesus loves us and we can rest in that. Mm -hmm. So guys, we're praying for you. Um, If you have specific prayer requests, we would love to answer them Mm -hmm. or pray for you. (laughs) No, we won't answer them. (laughs) We'll ask God to answer them. <laughs> Promise them a lot there, Holly. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Um, bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.